The calendar may say it's winter, but things are heating up in the real estate market. Interest rates drop a little bit and all of a sudden, holy cow, sellers and buyers are coming out of the woodwork. And before the market gets so crazy that you can't even see straight, do you have some of the basics down pat, solidified with your business to set you up for success? What about your personal life? What about all those things? Are your vacations on your calendar? We're diving into all the things that you need to be doing right now, like right now before things get totally bonkers. Let's dive in. You're listening to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe. We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design. Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in. Hey, realtor friends. We are in that little special time. Let's call it the calm before the storm. <laughs> if you have not been living under a rock, you are fully aware that the spring market is coming on fast and furious. Um, here in Minnesota, we are seeing things they never really slowed down. Um, we are even seeing multiple offers Christmas week. I lost out in multiple offers Christmas week. And then three weeks later, the agent reached out and said, Hey, our other offer is backing out. Is your buyer still interested in heck? Yeah, she's still interested. Uh, let's get this. Let's get the deal to the closing table. So like super great things happening, but also it's not full spring market yet which is good. I think a lot of the things that are factoring in, obviously interest rates lowering are great, but here in the Midwest, we have had a really mild winter. We've got a, just a couple of dustings of snow before Christmas. Christmas day, Christmas weekend, uh, the temperatures were nearing 50 degrees here in Minnesota. I had Mike, Mike, who's Mike? That's weird. Mark my hubby out um, for a bike ride on Christmas Eve. I've never gone on a bike ride in Minnesota, Christmas weekend in my entire life. There were crazy people out on the lake, water skiing and jet skiing and swimming just to say that they could do it. Uh, we weren't we weren't that off our rocker, but we did go for a bike ride on Christmas day and it was glorious. So I think the fact that winter is not really here yet, we are just starting to get our first snap of really cold weather and we are in middle January. So I feel like it's going to be spring before you know it. I think, uh, you know, all the buyers and sellers are sensing that too. And everybody that's sort of been sitting on the fence, they're getting off the fence and it's really awesome. So here's what you know, let's talk about what you can be doing before spring hits. And we've all been there. We've all been in this really busy spring market season before. We've all done this. We've all been down this road before when it's been so crazy, you don't even know which end is up. But what can you be doing between now and 
crazy time, like when it gets really nuts out there, to set your business up for success, to personally set you up for success so you don't have burnout in 2024. We've had a long run, friends, here (laughs) since COVID, since 2020. We've had a long run of busy times. Last year, you know, it might not have been super great for your wallet, but like your being, you as a person was probably welcoming a little bit of a slowdown compared to the other two or three years we've had prior to that, where things were just bananas, right? So, okay, so what can you be doing right now before things really get busy? What can you be doing to set yourself up for success so you have another incredible year? I'm going to start with the first thing. It feels so obvious, and I feel like I talk about this all the time, probably sound like a broken record, but don't we all need to hear things like, you know, eight or 10 times before it actually sinks in? You know, leads don't convert until like eight or 10 times of contacting. So I I think there is some stat out there that talks about you need to hear information a lot of times before it actually sinks in. Powerful morning routine. I was going to bang my hands on my desk, but then Ryan will kill me because it'll screw up the audio on this. What does that look like? If you do not have a powerful morning routine, I'm going to gently and yet naggingly remind you how important they are. They are so important for setting yourself up for success for the day. This includes like getting up at a really early time. Don't roll out about eight o'clock. The day is halfway done. I mean, you could have gotten a whole halfway, you could have gotten a ton of stuff done by eight o'clock. You need to be getting up earlier than that. Let's, let's just call a spade a spade. Get up early, have some quiet time, do some journaling, maybe do some meditation, move your body, drink some water, take some supplements, and make sure that you are ready to tackle anything that comes at you during your day. I love to be at the gym, 5.15, do my you know meditation and stuff when I get home, after I get out of the shower, take my vitamins, do all the things. And I really love to be in my office by like 7.30, ready to just go at it. Anytime I really stick to my powerful morning routine, it is noticeable, like visibly noticeable how much better my day and how much smoother my day flows and how much more productive I am as a whole. So I'm going to say this until I'm blue in the face, until you guys are like, Beth, shut up. We got it. Powerful morning routine will set you up for success this year and every year. But let's talk about some stuff in your business. What does that look like? How about your processes? Do you have processes in place? Do you have a transaction coordinator? It is really, I think it's really hard for the solo agent to say, okay, now is the time where I'm going to bring more people into my business to help me to be able to scale. And if you don't have somebody processing your transactions, then you're the transaction coordinator. If you don't have an assistant, then you are the assistant. If you don't have somebody like helping out with social media, then you're the social media expert. But That's not what you got into the business for. You got into the business to sell real estate. You're the realtor. You need to be out selling homes. So how can you leverage your time better? Time is money. 
how can you be out selling more homes and have people behind the scenes, like making you look like a rock star? What does that look like? Do you need to hire an assistant? Do you need to hire a VA? Maybe you need to hire a third party um, transaction coordinating company until you get to the place where you can have one in house. Can you have somebody help you with your social media? Do you have systems and processes in place when somebody signs listing paperwork? What is the next thing that's going to happen? What is the email that's going to go out telling your client about here's things to expect? You should really be reaching out to them before they're reaching out to you and really take a proactive approach. You're, you're the expert. You need to show up as the expert. So what do those processes look like? Uh, when a sale closes, what does that look like? How are you going to ask for the review? Like all of these things need to be in place now because once you get busy, the shit's going to be out the window and it's just, you'll be in survival mode. So now when we have a little bit of a lull, how can you get some systems and things in place to really move your business forward? What about planning your events? We, uh, the BPR experience, we plan all of our events in um, the end of the year before. So we know what's going to happen. We have our first event. We have a Galentine's event, little happy hour at a cute little boutique in St. Paul. That's happening on February 13th. That's been in place for a long time. We've had the space reserved since December. But if you're going to be doing events and you're in the height of your busy season, are you going to be able to get those, get those things booked, get those things planned? Or do you need to like make a list? Maybe you're a small solo agent and Right now, you're like, I can't host a big, huge event. Can you do a sip and shop somewhere? These sip and shop events are so fun because all the girls show up. All of your female clients will show up. They usually bring a friend with them. And it's as simple as doing a pretty charcuterie board and having some bubbly. It, you don't have to overthink this. And most boutiques are would beg you to come in and shop at their store. We have a cute little store or like a chain at Ever Eve. They're actually started in Minnesota, but now they're all over the country. If you call Ever Eve, if you have one of those in your town and set up a sip and shop, they will, they usually don't close the store, but why you don't want the store closed because if somebody else is coming in to shop, you want to be able to say, oh, hey, I run a real estate team and we're throwing an event. And if you were a client, you would have gotten invited to this. Just another way for another touch and more people to add to your database. But Ever Eve will give you a discount. They'll even give your clients 15% off to come shop in their store in a cute little boutique where they have the best sales anyways. And you do a charcuterie board and some bubbly and then invite all your gal pals, all your past clients. It is such a fun event. So I've, we've done Ever Eve, but this time we're doing it in another little shop in St. Paul and we're super excited. The last time we did it, we got a listing from it immediately. So the maybe $300 investment I had into the event created mm, like a $10,000 paycheck for the team. So I feel like that was worth it. <laughs> That's called a good ROI. So do you have your events in place? And what what are they going to look like? Are, you know, do you have the times reserved and the dates reserved? You don't have to do all the little nitty gritty details, but you're probably going to have to get a hold on some places. So think about that. What about your headshots? I, <laughs> I have so many entrepreneur friends and I guess I'm the one that I take it on because I don't think a lot of people tell other people that you're like, I love you so much. And yet your photos are terrible. You are so beautiful and your photos do not 
look like you, or it didn't capture you in your best light, or maybe they're so outdated. Again, they don't look like you. I love Tom Ferry used to say it years ago. And he's like, women are just like the worst offenders of this, where they're like, I don't want to get on video and I don't want to do this. And I, I'm just going to keep this headshot from the, the good old days because I love how I looked in the photo. And then clients meet you and you're like, yeah, you've put on 40 pounds, like you're 10 years older, like you don't even look like that anymore. And it's a huge disconnect for the client when they meet you and they're like, oh shit, this is, this is my realtor. Clients are going to know what you look like when you get there. So shouldn't you have photos that represent what you look like now, today? We do photos quarterly on our team. And that might feel excessive to you, but there's no reason you couldn't be doing photos once or twice a year. Hire a photographer, schedule out a couple of hours at a really pretty model home in your in your area. I usually call the builder and say, hey, I'm going to do like a lifestyle photo shoot and do some headshots in your model. Like, are you okay with that? And of course, I'm going to, you know, tag your model home. Yeah, of course. Why would they not want free advertising? Have your photographer meet you there, do a couple of wardrobe changes, especially now, if you're doing a photo shoot right now at the beginning of the year, maybe wear like one outfit that's like wintry and I'm using air quotes here, wintry. You should be wearing clothes that are spring clothes because these are photos are going to get you through spring and transition you into summer and warm climate. So if you live in Florida, this is obviously a moot point. But if you live anywhere else in the country, you want to really consider what you're wearing so you can have your photos feel as current as possible. And, you know, maybe it's time to splurge and have your hair blown out. Maybe get your hair or your makeup professionally done. You want to present yourself in your very best light. But now is a great time to do this because the minute you get busy, the headshots are going to be the last thing on your mind. What about your website? When was the last time you went through your website, made sure the information was updated? Is all your team info updated? Do you have correct photos of all your team members? Maybe you need to change your bio. Has your business transitioned? Maybe you specialized in X and now your business is morphing into Y. Like all of this stuff Reach out to your web, your website designer and say, okay, hey, we need to do a little bit of a refresh. You know, can we like do X, Y, or Z? Now is the time to be doing this. How about your social plan? Christy would be so proud that I'm, I'm bringing this up. Get a plan in place for social media. I batch record everything. I have to do it that way. A lot of people are like, oh, and I, I was that person. I'm like, Christy, I'm going to do this on the fly. I'm just going to do a day of, and she's like, I mean, you can dry it. We can give this a whirl. I realized about, you know, four seconds in that that was the worst program ever. I'm not creative on the fly. I have to intentionally, I've talked about this on other podcasts. I have to intentionally put myself into um, the space of creativity and really, um, I put on, I put my earbuds in. I'll tell you exactly my process. It's usually early on a Saturday or Sunday morning, get up, have a cup of coffee, you know, do my thing, go to the gym, come into my office, put my earbuds in, and I put on one of two playlists. And this sounds so stupid, but the minute those playlists start, 
I can be creative. I don't, I'm not like, I know the songs by heart on the playlist. I know all the words. I know all the everything. So my brain isn't trying to think and sing along with the songs. I just know what it is. So then I'm like, okay, now is the time to be creative. Because when we listen to this music, we're creative. And I start typing, typing, typing. I do in my emails, writing out all my social posts, and I batch um, two to three weeks ahead of time at all times. That is always done. But once things get busy, I'm still doing this because I am in the mode of doing this. But if you don't have a regular practice right now of posting regularly on social media and writing out your emails and doing all of that, you're going to have a hell of a time when all of a sudden you're swamped, busy with business. So start this practice now. Have this be just like second nature that you can be doing this with your eyes closed. You're like, yep, every other Saturday or every third Saturday, I'm going to go in my office and for two or three hours, I'm going to sit and write out all my social media and plan my social media content calendar. And there's so many awesome tools to schedule it ahead of time. So you don't even need to be posting day of that's a whole nother podcast episode, but start working on your social media. If it is not first nature right now, you need to make it be first nature. Update your bios. We talked about this a little bit on your website. How about on all your social media platforms, LinkedIn, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, website, everywhere where you have a bio, is it updated? And does it truly reflect who you are and what your business is doing today in 2024? How about a powerful evening routine? That doesn't get talked about quite as much as the powerful morning routine, but it is equally as important because how can you set yourself up? Like at the end of the day, like for instance, my office is in my house. It's in a specific area in my house. I like to clean off my desk, tidy things up, make sure I've got my little to-do list and my post-its and everything ready to go for the following day. So when I sit down at my desk the next day, I'm like, yep, these are the things we're going to tackle today. Instead of getting to my desk in the morning and being like, well, now what are we doing here today? That's one of the the things that's kind of a rub when you're, um, when you're an entrepreneur, that there's nobody here breathing down my neck saying, all right, Beth, here's your tasks and here's your things you need to get done today. I'm the boss. I'm in charge of myself. So I need to hold myself accountable. And how can I have my days run as powerfully as possible? How can I make the best use of my time? So when I'm working, I'm working. When I'm not working, I'm present with my family. And I can actually have a social life outside of real estate, which is a big thing that a lot of real estate agents say. I'm just grinding 24 hours a day. I'm exhausted. And we had Allison Burns on our podcast. We've had her on our podcast several times, Allie Marie Designs. She did all of our logos and our whole like brand suite and created the whole visual identity of the BPR experience. We love Allison, like heart emoji eyes with Allison for sure. And Christy had her on the podcast and something um, that she had said that was like, whoa, that just kind of smacked me straight between the eyes was she's like, I don't want to give just the best parts of myself away to my clients and then get home to my family and my family gets the shit. Then my family gets like the leftover, the crabby, the tired, the ornery mom. 
and all the clients get like shiny, fun, beautiful Allison and everybody else gets the leftovers, especially her family that love her and support her to be an entrepreneur. And that was really eye-opening for me. I'm like, okay, I don't want to show up as like the worst version of myself for Mark when I'm done at the end of the day. So how can I be diligent about my workday? So then at the end of the day, I still have time and energy and love for my person, my person, Mark, and my kitty Birch, and the rest of my extended family. And that's just something to think about. I think it's something that it's easy to not think about. And then you don't want your kids to remember you're like, oh, yeah, mom, all, all, she, all, all she did was work. All she did was hang out with clients. All she did was like go to meetings. And she never came to any of my soccer games. And I never went on any date nights with my spouse. Divorce rate is high in real estate. And how, how are you taking care of your family so you can keep your family intact, I guess, is like the, there's no sugar, there's no way to sugarcoat that. You have to put the work in. The grass is going to grow where you water it. So that's something to think about. How about we talk about vacations? We do not have our vacations on the calendar here as a Randall family. We have one vacation planned in May and we've just like spitballing a couple of other little weekend getaways. And I'd even mentioned to Mark last night, we are going to meet some friends for dinner. And I said, babe, we need to sit down with our calendar this weekend. And if we're going to do these couple of little weekend getaways, we need to get them booked because there are so many things that are filling up on our calendar really quickly. And we're already halfway through January. And he's like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. I'm like, if we don't do that this weekend, these two little weekend getaways that we've been talking about for months, there is like a 90% chance they're not going to happen. His his work will get busy. My work will get busy. And then we'll be like, eh, whatever, screw it. And I really want that time away. I want that time to refresh, rejuvenate. I need some sunshine and vitamin D in my life. But I also want to just go and wait and have a great little getaway weekend with my babe. So are your vacations for your family, for a girl's weekend, for uh, you and your hubby, are those on your calendar already? Those should be non-negotiable. Your business should be working around that time, not the other way around. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm saying this as more as much for my own benefit as I'm saying this for yours too. Get those vacations on the calendar and book them and schedule them and take them without guilt. Otherwise, you're going to be so burnt out at the end of this year. And let's talk about one that people don't like to talk about, but I'm openly talking about it these days, therapy. Therapy is really important for a lot of people. I had a colossally horrible year in 2022 when it should have been one of my best years in real estate. It was not my best year in real estate because I was so in my head and I was beating myself up about all sorts of stuff. And um, beginning of 2023, maybe it was the end of 2022. I don't know. The days are all blurring into one another. I've had a therapist now for a little over a year. And frankly, it's completely changed my life. Um, we aren't talking about anything earth shattering. We're not solving the mysteries of the world, but the gentle reminders and the permission that she's giving me to like, take care of myself first are so, so important. There is a reason 
they say when you get on an airplane and they're going through the safety requirements, put your mask on first before you help other people. If you are not taking care of yourself, you are not going to show up as a good version for clients for yourself, for your significant others, for your children, for anyone else in your life. I have a little post-it on my screen right in front of me, and I look at it all the time, and it I actually am taking action on it, and I'm feeling really proud of that. The first one says, how can I provide self-care to myself? And so I've been doing facials and massages regularly. Truly, I just love the facials. Like, that's massages. Eh, I haven't found a masseuse that's really changing my life at all. But Michelle, my um, esthetician is amazing. And I go in there and we have a couple of minutes of pleasantries. And then I'm like, quiet. I need quiet. I need to like, close my mind and just like, chill out. She like works her magic on my skin. And I leave there feeling like a glowy, dewy, fresh version of myself. So that has been my self-care this year. And it's been amazing this last year. The other one is don't delay joy. And that is so huge. I think so many, especially women listening to this podcast, you're probably like, well, I'm going to be happy if I lose 20 pounds. And if I can fit into those designer jeans again, my life is probably going to change and be epic. Or if I find that dream boyfriend, or when I finally have a baby, I've wanted a baby for years. And once I finally have that baby, like I'm going to be complete. Well, I mean, maybe finding that boyfriend is going to make your life better. But if you are not already happy with who you are as a person, I don't think finding a boyfriend is going to do anything to make that different in your life. You need to be happy for you. You need to find your own joy, create your own joy, give yourself permission to have joy and self-care. And maybe that looks like a therapy session now and then. I had another realtor friend reach out and she's like, what was so different in your business this year? And I said, I mean, it feels it feels like the easy answer is therapy. There are so many other small things, but had I not taken that first step into getting a therapist, I, I don't know if I would have made it through finding out my sister died last year. I'm just going to say that. I just don't know that I would have. And this gal said to me, she's like, God, it's been on my bucket list for so last few years to get a therapist. And I'm like, do it. Do it for you. Stop putting it off. If it's something that you know you need and it's been nagging in the back of your mind and you feel like having a therapist in my life is going to exponentially make my life better, get me out of my head, make my business better, make my whole life around me better, do it. It's money. It is money well spent. So what's the moral of the story here? The moral of the story is the the business is going to get busy. The things are going to get busy as interest rates start ticking down. And we all use being busy in um, the real estate market, especially just a traditional spring market. But if we have interest rates coming down, I think our traditional spring market is going to be out the window. And I think things are going to be batshit crazy again. And I don't want you to forget you. I don't want you to lose you. I don't want you to like put all these things that are going to grow your business and move the needle forward in your business and in your personal life because you're like, oh, I got five deals going on right now. Please do me a favor. (laughs) Please do me a favor. Reach out, send a message. Tell me what you are doing to move the needle forward in your business this year and what you are doing right now to get your business 
um, dialed in and ready to go. So you have the bandwidth to really go gangbusters when things are just bonkers. So cheers. I wish I had a glass of bubbly. It's Friday night when I'm recording this. I wish I had a glass of bubbly and I would cheers you and say, cheers to you. Like go kick some ass this year. Reach out. If you ever have any questions, we always love to chat and um, do it for you. Don't delay joy, as my fabulous therapist, Karen, reminds me of all the time. So until next time, Bus Bench Babes, keep your face off a bus bench and keep being the badass boss babes that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast. If you want more, head over to girlgetyourfaceoffabusbench.com for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going. Girl, thanks for being here.